0: Welcome to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today. All right, here we go. Everybody get ready in three... Top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaro's, and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast.
1: How good was Gabby today on the show? I don't think that uh, Triple M's, you can't say that. Our 8am game makes the podcast, so people, I'll, I'll ask Gabby. Gabby, will they get to hear you on the podcast today? No. <laughs> Gabby won a prize, and we revealed that to her motto. And... She
2: won 100 bucks yeah. to spend at um, Golf Central Brisbane. And,
3: and everyone and else has been loving that prize. I we'll...
2: said, oh, you're going to get to go to Golf Central, babe. How no. good is that? Oh. oh, pardon? No. You don't want to spend $100, no? No. Don't like golf? No.
3: Are the Titans going to win the NRL Premiership? No. Oh, Oh, hmm.
2: hang on a second. They're looking good, the Titans. Uh,
3: No. What about the Gold Coast Suns? No. Oh, God. Mm.
2: (laughs) Do we have a good show today, Gabby? No. Was it a good idea for Kebby not to enforce a curfew in Las Vegas?
3: No. Do you want the Olympics in Brisbane, Gabby? No.
2: Do you think they're doing enough for infrastructure in our roads here in Brisbane?
3: Do you think cops who, you know, speed traps, are they revenue-raising? Oh
1: yep, yes, yeah. James <laughs> from
3: Clontarf
2: here. needed Bethany there. See? Uh, uh, where's Bethany? I oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: haven't had enough sounds this year, have we? Um, oh, what other sounds? Well, okay. we, had, we had bloody six weeks off where well, which we were ones just, are just sitting
2: down? home watching TV. Oh, they're all coming back. Oh, I just shake my head and think, lucky to be alive.
3: Oh, I love that bloke. Doing
4: oh. adult crime, you've got to do that adult time.
2: Will Terry make it back this year?
4: No.
3: Yeah.
2: Fireworks. <laughs>
3: Which one's Terry? <laughs> no. Oh, <Lord. laughs> Oh, Steve. Oh, oh, Australia Day. Holy, holy
2: moly! There will be no fireworks Australia Day. How dare you celebrate? Is no. that not an Australia Day? No, apparently, they're canceling the no. fireworks for Australia Day. Oh, yeah. Who, Who is?
1: The The, the the Woke Brigade. Yeah, the only people who disagree with them are...
4: Dinosaur and and Dickhead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we kick the Woke Brigade in the nuts with the voice
2: boat? No. Woolies. No. Woolies. No. No. Woolies have pulled all the merchandise no. from the shelves. Now I have to buy, um, um right. I bought actually from Bunnings, uh, mm. proper Australian tokenism. The mm. echidna, the emu, the, uh, platypus. Inflatables, yeah. Inflatables oh, from Bunnings. Oh, where did you get them at Bunnings? Yeah. Oh.
3: What mm. section's that in? What aisle?
2: I don't know. I bought them online.
3: The pool toy section.
1: Depends on your bunnings, okay, mate. It'll change
2: Where would the pool toy section of the next to? Can Gabby
3: help? No. Oh, they sell chlorine and stuff. Must be in that aisle. Mm. Okay. No. No? Near the pool noodles? No. Where are the pool noodles? In the pool toy See,
2: section. No. It. Gabby's not happy with
3: anything. Have you got this. a cramp in that finger yet?
2: James from Clontarf,
3: yeah, who's talking is about
2: homemade insect repellent, mm. uses WD forty all over his body. Is oh, that so the mozzies no. just slip right off? Oh, that's a no. Are you a are you a robot, are James? Like idiot. Our premier?
1: W D forty, that's a kink he's got.
2: Dane and Pimpermoss. Nice.
3: Can I just um, suggest, and and I've been told you're not allowed to say this, but <laughs> No. Thanks, <laughs> Gabby. Um, You do. I used to have a bad back and spray it on, I swear to God. (laughs) It
1: soaks into your
3: spine. Somehow. That's
2: the most ridiculous thing I think I've
3: heard you say. Haven't I told you this before? This is silly. Have Uh, you put it on your knee like the Tin Man? Well, uh, it's not sore at the moment. Next time I have a sore thing, let's do it. Bullshit.
2: I'm calling bullshit.
3: BS. All right, next time you have a sore joint. It's a joint thing. I'll put
2: magnesium on it oh, and God. use oh, arnica, hold on, hold on. and it put a strap of potato to me. You guys are coming at bullshit. From potatoes, different Potatoes angles. Are you yeah. the are person good who strapped
3: onions to your feet or something? Ears. Oh Christ Almighty! And you're at about wd Draws
2: out the
1: bacteria. I wish I had onions on my ears right now <laughs> to <laughs> not listen to your twos. <laughs> different angle bullshit. Uh, you too. said
2: magnesium was a heavy metal before. It's actually the lightest of the heavy metals, and it processes the lightest, out through lightest the, of the what? The, the the metals. The heavy metals. Well, it's a heavy metal, but Thank it's lighter, so and it processes out of the body. So, so it's actually really good because the benefits outweigh the but heavy metals. But that's
1: metalness. my point. You say heavy metals are bad.
2: I say magnesium and iron are heavy metals. Some of them are good. Yeah, lead's not great. Don't sure. you Don't want, want that in your body. Sure, Mercury's yeah. not great. Sure. If you, no, you, if you, want you want eat that. too much fish, you can get mercury. Do you want poisoning. iron though? Do you oh, want magnesium? Know. Iron's good for you. Sure, they're heavy Zinc. metals. I'm just saying, don't be racist against heavy metals. No, it I know. What
1: a heavy metal bullshit here. But you threw it
2: out like it was a bad thing. You go, magnesium's a heavy metal, but not in a bad way. It's a good heavy metal. Metallica, some are that's, bad for you, some are good for
1: you're you. You're making my point now. Don't be racist against all heavy metal. Well, if
2: you're going to give the story, give the whole. That's story not racist. The, that's medalist. Med- that. She's medalist. She keeps saying they're all bad, and I'm saying magnesium is a. Some heavy
3: metals are bad for you. Some are good for you.
1: That's all I want you to do from now on. You are medalist,
3: mm. right? There's, no. There's metals and there's metals.
1: And then there's like Iron Maiden, heavy mm. metal. Heavy Metallica, metal. they're bad. Don't mm. be medalist. Bad for you. Bad for your neck. Metallica. i that got a around there. Gets
2: a WD-40 on it. Yeah. You're an idiot. Oh no, I can't believe you actually said that. That's not true. Do you actually believe that to be true?
3: Um, if it works, it's true.
2: It could have been coincidental. What else what, did you the do? What?
3: My back just got better by itself. <laughs> <laughs> right, I that you could well, no,
2: morning. The body is meant to heal itself. And that, yeah,
3: but if it's a read, bad back no. and, and you spray WD 40, and next thing you know, you feel better, uh, the leak is probably obvious.
1: Also, <laughs> anyone that says that the body's meant to heal itself, just read a history book. You know, people, death was how we lived. Mm. You would just cut your leg and, and you, you would died. just die for the last 100,000 years. Is
3: that right, Gabby? Yeah, but no. there
1: would have oh. been some well, sort yes. of
2: remedy that they weren't aware of that they could have used to fix themselves instead of cutting their bloody legs off,
1: which is WD 40. Uh, That's why we <laughs> invented
3: it. Yeah, it's in WD-40. It's fish oil. Why is it called WD-40? Water dispersant and it was the 40th go they had.
2: Hey, do you know, um, I learned a lesson, sunscreen (laughs) a degreaser. If you've got, like, I had to fix River's bike chain over the holidays lots because it kept slipping off and, you know, you get stuck with all the grease Grease. on Uh. your hands, it's really hard to get off. Sunscreen.
3: (laughs) WD-40. Wash it off. WD-40. Gets that off straight away. If, if, if there's not a stain you can't get off with. WD. The
2: greatest degreaser. Yeah. Put it on your clothes. Yeah. So what's the other one? Not WD-40, the other version of E-mox? that. Enox? Inox. No, there's another one.
3: Remember he killed his wife. Oh, hold on. No. Shitty. Domestic yeah. violence,
2: we don't support that. Shit, though. Marto. Why, why have you done that? Why what, did he kill what his wife? What? Who's Maybe it? he sprayed too much Enox on dead. her. He's dead. So she he died she of heavy metal dead. poisoning. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, let me finish.
1: Too much question. magnesium, Margot, what which you mean, we know is the lightest of the heavy metals. You not take
2: too much magnesium. It just gives you <laughs> diarrhoea. If you,
3: you eat 800 tonnes
2: of magnesium. What's the one that the liver, the liver gets rid of it. And through your urine, it pro- the body processes it too much. Sure. That it gets rid of it. That it can't poison you. You just might give your diarrhea. Can you diarrhoea, like die vitamin C.
1: Magnesium
3: poisoning. look looking up. I know. I'm looking for the Inox right so let's Google How much magnesium? No, no. There's another
2: know. one. WD forty, and then there's maybe it is Inox that I'm thinking of. Think Corey uses uh, one that's not WD forty.
3: We've talked about Inox on lanolin. The show. There's a lanolin one. Like mm. um, sheep's. You put that on your nipples when you're breastfeeding.
2: Do you? Mm. It's good if you have cracked nipples. I still
3: want to know. I know we're on a few different tracks here. These yeah, were on
2: a tangent. I'm
1: reading about hypermagnesia. Too much magnesium. It'll get you.
2: Diarrhea? You
1: shit oh, your no, whole shit body your out. whole body You out. turn inside out, mum. Your intestines come and out And do you everything. know how they get you and back And your there. brain. Do you know how they fix you? WD-40. <laughs> and then they lubricate you back lubricate. in. And <laughs> <laughs> turn you inside out again.
2: Oh, lordy, lordy. Should we get to Dane and Pimpama B twelve? He's talking about. Oh, uh, used to load up on vitamin B twelve before we'd go to Fraser or Morton Island. Increase levels, reduce sandfly retrac- attraction.
1: Which, which is in steak, I which think. B twelve. B twelve. Yeah, right. I think vegans struggle with B twelve because well, I get, a, get I, it, You need to take a supplement on B twelve.
3: I get it well, overall. It's B January. Don't forget.
2: Oh. Where you eat vagina all January? No,
3: you eat v- v- vegetables. <laughs> oh, vegetables. Same thing. That's vaguary. Vaguary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking about the Inox yeah. guy. <laughs> Remember the Inox guy's <laughs> wife? Her car was found oh at the God. train station and they dug up his house and they couldn't find it. But finally they got him in jail, but I can't see anything about it. What about David from Zippy Downs? What's so you it, want? What
2: have you got in a jar? I have the oh. end of my thumb in a jar. Managed to cut it oh. off with a table saw.
3: Oh, weak oh, ice thumb. So he's hanging on to the timber. Yeah. Ah, oh, me gives me thumb. <laughs> <I'm not sure laughs> My that mate was reaction. in an
2: emergency
1: room once, and there was a fella in there with his finger that he'd cut off in like a napkin, waiting, and they took so long that he went, ah, oh, fuck this, and just threw it in the bin and stormed out of the <gasps> emergency room. He was pissed. Surely the triage. Should be better you'd, than that. You'd think so. They must have had a big car accident or something. But he got so fed up waiting, Marto, he threw his own finger in the bin and walked out of the emergency You know what room. the trick goes, is? Wow.
2: you got to say you hit your head. Oh. They, oh, really? That's the priority. If there's a head injury One involved, they will prioritise you. Here we go. So if you said, I cut my thumb off, I fell over and hit my head on the ground, <laughs> yeah. he would have got in. They go, right, Whereas lady. if he just said, I cut my thumb, <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, Put your thumb in here. the bin, champ. We're here you going. go. <laughs> the
3: Here's the owner of Inox. I know it took a while. John Chardon, convicted of wife Novi's death, dies in oh, prison. Oh, Novi so Charden. He Yeah. Yeah, she. Would, I remember her, that. Her car was found at the at the train, train station. station. Then they went to his. So he owns Enoch, So he's a very, very, oh, very wealthy man. Don't buy that brand. Well, no, he's dead now, so oh. it's safe. A millionaire business. That's why I yeah, say it because he can't sue when you when you. Yeah, but dead. the foundations of him.
2: that business are based off of t- an evil man.
3: No, no, no. Based off chemistry. <laughs> Really, yeah. A Billionaire businessman convicted over his life death. across the formula. Yes. Yeah. He has taken his secret to the grave after dying in prison. Her body has never been found.
0: Yeah,
2: that's horrific. I uh, remember that.
3: Mm. Oh. Okay. Was that
2: Sunnybank Parkinson?
3: Woo woo woo. I didn't know this bit. Mother of two, Miss Chardon, and I hope. Oh, we're not going to find it. Was Chardon's fifth wife?
2: Oh, is there yeah, five missing women?
3: Yeah, we are the other four going.
1: Hey, you start to think it's you after three wives, don't you? You go, this is now, I'm the problem. Third Hager. time's the charm. Yeah, and if you can't make that one work, you're the
3: problem. Just spray know. Is
1: that right, Gabby? No! <laughs> Forget it then. Okay. Well, bye-bye. Right, that's enough. Please be upstanding. Of <laughs> course. <music> Just try and clean it up, okay? <laughs> oh, we are Lord Mayor, man. Adrian oh. Schrinner. First chat of the year. Hello, Lord Mayor. Brace for impact. We'll, we'll try and be semi-normal. I know the wheels fall <laughs> no, off. No no. off <laughs> you.
3: no, no, no. Get him involved with Best of Brisbane. Have you got a best eating place or something in Brisbane, Lord Mayor?
5: Oh, so many choices, but it, my personal favourite, getting a burger, yeah. Broken Hearts Burger Club.
0: Where's that? You heard of that?
5: <gasps> no, we don't. No. Let's put it on. Oh, in. no, you are missing out. Where is you it? Are Broken out. Hearts really? Burger Club. There's a number of locations. Uh, Morningside's generally the one that I go to, but a oh. number of locations across Brisbane. It's, it's a Brisbane-born business.
1: Okay,
5: and What's their signature burger. burger?
1: Cheeseburger.
5: It's a smash burger, actually. Smash. And so that's where the patty is, is pushed down really hard and smashed down on the, on the grill. Like flat. So it's an American-style burger, yeah. but
1: fantastic. Amazing. Really there simple. you go. There you go. All right, that's all, that's all we've got time Speaking for.
2: You
0: next year. <laughs> (laughs)
1: No, a lot's happened since we... We've been away,
2: What's been going on the last six weeks in Brisbane? We Mm. saw that there's going to be maybe some changes to, to development at the Gabba. What's going on there?
5: Yeah, look absolutely big change. But first of all, happy birthday for yesterday.
2: Oh, thank you. Lord Mayor that's I reckon that's Who the most that's special fun? happy birthday face- I've had.
3: Are you Facebook friends with Margot and it came up on it for you, did it? Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. All right. <laughs> uh, hey listen, why, actually let's start with, why did you pull out of this Olympic committee? What's what really happened there?
5: Look, well, basically the games were meant to deliver a great legacy and most importantly amongst those legacies was better transport, better roads, Mm -hmm. getting people around the region easier. You know, this is a big growing region. It's the fastest growing region in Australia and we need better roads and transport and that's what it was all all about. It was about connecting in our region a lot better than it was, getting, uh, you know, metro extended, getting more rail lines, upgrading roads and really what it became is about stadiums. And, and it was looking very much like the only legacy that we were going to get was a new stadium.
2: But there's plenty and of roadworks out there, for. Adrian. A, a lot of our listeners are commuters and they're often stuck in traffic and roadworks are a big part of that. The Cross River Rail is a project that's currently underway. Were those things not enough?
5: No, absolutely not with the, the speed of the population growth that we're having. So a lot of these projects, they'll finish either in 2024 or 2025, and there needs to be another round of projects that keep going. And, look, I know, you know, roadworks are frustrating, but uh, we need to keep upgrading the network as the population grows. It's growing so quickly.
3: But why Why did you step off that committee? What did that prove or what is it going to do? Well,
5: ultimately, it's it's shown that the, the Premier or the new Premier is, is willing to change the approach, which I think it's a great thing. Okay. Um, you know, he brought things to a head. He's now appointed this... Uh, independent group to review the venues. And uh, my predecessor, so Graham Quirk, former Lord Mayor of Brisbane, is going to lead that process. I think that's a really
3: good thing. You tell me sitting here before that uh, independent process, it's going to take 60 days or whatever, to investigate the Gabba, why do we need to demolish that stadium? Why can't we just build a new one, let's say, at Albion Park or at at a new green space? So we get, instead of only getting one stadium and having the billion-dollar knockdown fee, why do we need to demolish one? Why don't we just build a new one in another space?
5: Well, that's exactly the question that myself and a lot of other people have been asking. What, what was the assessment that was done of the different options? No one can see it because it's never been released. So now Graham will lead this group and he'll have a look at all of the documentation, all of the business cases, everything the government has, make an assessment of all of the different options and then land on a preferred option going forward. That takes the politics out of it because obviously uh, Graham uh, is from a different side of politics than uh, the Premier. That way there's a balanced approach. Uh, it's not party political. It's not political games. It's an independent process. And I think this is a positive first step. Let's get the games back on track.
1: Lord Mayor, big question. Um... Where are we at with the bin chicken as the mascot of the 2032 <laughs> Brisbane Olympics? I see a lot of bin chickens <laughs> popping up around Brisbane. There's one holding a 4X well, can on Milton yeah, that, Road. Yeah, that's so. fantastic.
5: I saw that. That is absolutely... What are we think we need one of those on City Hall. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be a oh good spot out there, you know, on the awning out, out, out the front of City Hall. Wearing a little
1: mayoral robe. And can we call it Adrian Binner? Oh, oh wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, <laughs>
3: We don't. Have we embarrassed I ourselves think we've enough? Talked enough erections <laughs> with the Lord Mayor this morning. Oh uh, yeah. We do have, we have to
2: oh, slip that in. Maybe, Erecting maybe is building next teams. Time, Maybe for next time we can talk more cross river rail because I don't know what the bloody hell that even is. What is yeah. the end game with this I cross river rail? Get across the rail.
5: Well, river. We, I can give you the quick, the quick version. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah. major transport projects underway at the moment: cross river rail, Brisbane Metro. Uh, they're both designed to connect into each other and take bottlenecks out of the network at the moment. Um, you've got two bridges that are major bottlenecks. One is the Merivale Street Railway Bridge.
0: Hmm.
5: Uh, all the trains from the south side have to go across that bridge. Okay. And you can't fit many more through because uh, uh, there's a limit in the capacity. With Brisbane Metro, uh, all of the buses and metros coming across the Victoria Bridge, once again, a major bottleneck. Yeah, These two projects will free up the bottlenecks and allow you to put more services on right across the street. So
1: you like it, Adrian? You, it. You, you like it, you're happy with it?
5: Oh, yeah, look, both of these projects are absolutely necessary, oh. but it's not the end. There's got to be ongoing investment oh, and expansion in the transport network.
1: Lord Mayor Adrian Binner, always happy to have you on the show Anytime you want to join us.
2: <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> I don't know why he continues to keep saying yes to coming on.
0: Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan, Brisbane has. Sorry. Happy birthday, Margot. Oh, no, sorry, wrong song, because we did that one yesterday. Go
2: short, it's your birthday. Yeah. 40 years old yesterday, Margot? <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite yet, Dan. That's Normally, next year. You
3: Normally plan... you to look forward to. Normally you, you do do a good extravaganza, especially when your birthday's, but you always do it. And you left here yesterday and said, I have planned nothing. We'll see how this works out, and that's the last time we saw you.
2: Yeah, look, you get what you get and you don't get upset is my new life motto oh, today, uh, because... Oh, no. uh, I don't want to seem ungrateful. It was a lovely day. It was really nice. After we left here and I had beautiful balloons on my desk, I got scratches from the company. You guys got me a beautiful bottle of champagne and a cake. You wished we? me happy birthday. It was oh, lovely. So, Thank so. you. Yes, Appreciate that.
3: Then I had to go down the I Gold
2: know. Coast and watch our nine-year-old son play in a futsal tournament that he's in all week on the coast at Carrara. So we're back, what and, a birthday back and forth between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. It's awesome. Um, and then Corey and the kids took me out for lunch and it was lovely. We had a nice lunch overlooking the water at Marina Mirage there. It was it was lovely. What's the problem? A glass of champagne. I uh, got some nice gifts um, that I think maybe Corey might have got the day before, maybe even that morning. I'm not sure. It doesn't okay. matter.
3: What, what, it, what, th- no, no, no. if it doesn't matter, why did you mention that he how long before a birthday Well I just think it was very last purchase? minute. Because
2: oh. I said, you know, have you organized Lunch maybe on Wednesday for my birthday. Like, do I need to get dressed up? And he's like, "Oh, do you want to go out for lunch?" And I was like,
3: "Let's not forget." Just before Christmas, uh, he well, he got surprised by this, renewed his vows.
2: Yes, and I had he probably said,
3: thought job done.
2: <laughs> I had said, "Look, I've no, be- committed
3: I've re-signed." November, I, 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 December, I, I, I January. I've signed, signed my contract. My contract. <laughs> I've done <laughs> another November ten December years. January,
2: a big month. You know, we've got our <laughs> wedding anniversary, then it's <laughs> Christmas, and it's my birthday. So you know, we it's, yeah, it's, it's busy. a bu- busy time of year. So where's the problem? This all sounds good. Well, no, it's just you know, I didn't, I didn't get a birthday cake, you know, like last you had night. A one we, we had, had one, one here. with you guys, yeah. but I didn't have one with We'd my family. One from Cole. There's some
3: left over. You could have taken. I woke that up to this lunch.
2: morning and I said oh. to Corey, oh, "It was the first time I haven't had a birthday cake oh. with the kids." Oh, oh. Kids what a way to wake up. And he goes, "Oh, really?" But like, it's not his fault. It's just like he doesn't think of the things that I would have thought of, mm. and that's okay yeah. because, I mean, it was still nice, and we still celebrated and. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going out with my girlfriends Friday night. It'll be yeah. way better and I'll actually celebrate my birthday and then.
3: Will there be cake?
2: Because it's girls. We think of that stuff, right? Yeah. It's details. Yeah. It's, you know, the things that you guys don't think of. Right. So I just we, we need we to realise. We enough
3: that'll get us occasional <laughs> Cross sex. the line, yes. Yeah. That, yeah. And we just go, that should get us, an, that should be enough. I've made just enough adequate. of an effort. We we like adequate. We don't like. But over just the little top. things
2: like he, he I got a, a gift card to spend um, at Pacific Fair, and oh, it said sweet. on it, um, "His um, happy a, birthday, Merry <laughs> Christmas, Corey from SEN." <laughs> <SCN. laughs>
0: <laughs> Triple M breakfast with Model, Margo and Dan.
3: Kath started listening to the show again, my wife, because um, she's getting up nice and early these days, and uh, she said, what's that about the uh, the testicles of our racehorse? We own a 2.5% share in a little horse, uh, well, Kath does, and they're gelding it, the I told you the other day. The trainer has said, uh, "Can I get feedback from all the owners about uh, cutting the agates off uh, off Boommaster, our horse?"
2: It would be beneficial to his.
3: He said they must put on weight. Would that be all sperm, bank up, or how did, why do they, they put on too much weight? The, something, something oh, like, oh maybe testosterone. testosterone.
1: Yeah. All right, but so, also if you've got big. Yeah. Diff back there, and you'd cut them off. Does yeah. it help your actual running? Running. Spot? Could oh, Rowan Browning maybe. use this? Uh, How uh,
3: fast could Matt Shervington have been? Come on. If oh. he'd have had that his agates The take... lunch
1: package. That was slowing him down. Yeah, he would have lost about 15 kilos worth of weight. God, you to think about just this. the actual weight of that unit
3: anyway. He wouldn't
1: so... get either.
3: Mm. So Chris Munce is our trainer, and I've mentioned this. I, 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 here's the email. Muncey, what happens to the agates? Do you keep them in a jar? Can an, can an owner, like myself, take them home? <laughs> uh, the reply what do, from him. What his,
2: would you do with them? Like a show and tell? That's what Kath
3: said. What were you planning on doing? Because I haven't received... Because Juggling, Juggling that balls. They Ooh. said that's not something that Stress. we do. Stress. Yes. Stress. I've Stress. sent another one going, well, can we make an exception? Because And Kath said, listen, what did you do with Ted's balls? Where are they? And I went looking for them last night. Where I, are, are they? My dog's balls, when I cut it off, I asked the vet, I, it, can I have them? Because they just got thrown them in some sort of biological bin. Well, that's probably where they belong. Yeah. Well, probably, Insiderate, but aren't, they, aren't they a talking point, though? What? Do you, where were they? They were in my office, right <laughs> next to So I'd look at <laughs> them every day and go, poor Ted, mm, poor Ted. Um, well, and you Kat, get Ted. Kath would often say, I'm thinking about cutting yours off and putting him in a jar next to Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it Corys are in my yeah. handbag. Yeah. You know, yeah, That'd
2: yes. be good.
3: Yeah. Um, so, no, I don't know what's happening to the horse, and I don't know how big a horse egg so I'd need a really big, like a big McCona jar or something. As, not know. as big as balls. Oh,
2: you Horse
3: don't... balls, I reckon. I reckon him? it goes human, horse, cows. I reckon rhinos and elephants are way up there. Oh, I don't know. Hump, Elephant. Whale, whale, oh, my, my God. The on that. <laughs> All right. That's not what I wanted to talk about. I did want to talk about, Kath said, see if anyone else has got any of their animals' balls in a jar. What else have you got in a jar? Because I used to have my, when I had my cartilage out of my left knee, I took that home. Because I said, what are you who doing with
2: it? Who are that? you? you just like walking around no. your house with have you got jars of teeth? formaldehyde and got your kids, random teeth? body parts. Got your kids' teeth? Like a serial killer. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> <laughs> who apparently we're working with. My but Lord. if you put them in formaldehyde, I don't, one to, one I don't two, keep that sort of stuff. And the tuberry takes my children's teeth. Where do they, they go
1: then? Umbilical cord. The tooth umbilical fairy cord. takes them. How about if you're a bloke and you you know, Some Jewish people have still got the placenta
3: in their fridge thinking about it, idiot. What he kept in a jar. Welcome to Triple M. Darren from Rockley, producer is telling us you had your foreskin in a jar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish.
4: No.
2: Where is it, Darren? Still <laughs> on the end of your penis? <laughs> I <don't>
4: suppose so. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. we are going to be up no, with that, another this caller. This is for
1: everyone.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> on report and in the bin.
1: <laughs> Who's three, on report, <laughs> Darren? All, all three of you.
2: <laughs> Our producer has no hair and he just lost a heap of it then. <laughs> Darren, what do you got in a jar, mate?
3: Oh, about 30 years ago I had my wisdom teeth in a jar. Why did you yeah. keep them? I'd got no idea. Oh. <laughs> to remember the pain, I suppose. Seemed like a good yeah. idea at the time. Possibly, yeah. What so. did you
2: do with them? Were they on a shelf on display when people walked in? Did you say, Oh, over yeah, here they... we have the kitchen and there's the dining and lounge room and there's my wisdom <laughs> teeth on the top shelf? <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: Darren, I might take off then buddy. That's what <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, just yeah,
5: no, they're in the bloody in the cupboard there for a while and I, my sister's twenty first come up, so I'd give them to
4: her for a birthday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mato's thought on sport.
3: Hey, just for everyone, rugby league rule changes uh, Ooh, in the last new few years. Ones. Yeah, Philander's keeps stepping in Who? and going, "Hey, well, the boss." Rugby league, that man. Um, he keeps stepping in and going, "Listen, we better cha- have a change." Graham Annesley comes walking out. He's the NRL general manager of football. He says. What we're going to do, restarts, both from underneath the goalpost and from um, halfway restarts. Yeah. You know how they're now doing short ones, short kicks to try to regather, the attacking, the uh, kicking team trying to regather. They're now going, if it doesn't go 10 metres or if it goes out on the full, uh, it won't be a penalty anymore. So it used to be a penalty from 10 metres out from the goalpost, two points, or it used to be a penalty on halfway.
2: That 10 metre rule, is that a rugby union thing? Because I know Wiley played a lot of sevens and when they were doing those short kickoffs, they were getting penalised for it. just
3: has to go over the line in rugby, yes. whereas in rugby league has to, it, will, okay. it had to go 10 metres. So instead of a penalty from now on, this season, there'll be a play the ball. So from the, uh, from the goal line dropout, play the ball, 10 metres in from the sideline, 10 metres out no longer a penalty, it's just to play the ball and uh, from the halfway mark uh, if you kick out on the full or don't go 10 metres. So, Do
2: you think this will be beneficial or do you think this is just confusing things?
3: Um... Yeah, I think it's good because I always thought it was a waste of time. What Rugby League has is not enough predict, uh, not enough unpredictability. You know, when you get the ball, if you're good enough, you hang on to it. You just you can barge your way over. So this gives it an element of a little bit of doubt. It tweaks things up. I think it's a great idea. How but who cares what gonna, I think? We because- we're going to see
1: people getting hoisted up. Corey Parker, welcome to the show. We're going to see some Rugby Union hoisting to prevent these short kickoffs. Morning, guys.
4: How are you going? Yeah. yeah, I like the rule. I think it's a, it's a great... Well, they're always looking a way to innovate and try and make it a, a spectacle for the you know for the punters hey. in, the, in, in the stands, and I suppose it gives it's a 50-50 chance of getting the ball back. Uh, you know, a la what we saw in the grand final last year with the Broncos when Adam Reynolds kicked it out was a penalty in front. Um, now you'll see pretty much every team go for a short dropout, which was what we sort of started to see at different stages throughout the back end of last year, but you might even start to see it now off a kickoff. So. Uh, interesting the way it's all unfolded, but I I actually like the rule.
3: Cos, do you see, you know how if you watch enough rugby to realise when they do it, um, the defending team, the receiving team, they'll lift a guy up Up and you can't touch a man in the air, la, la, la. Um, It could be that the attacking team will send a guy out 10 metres as fast as possible and lift him up to get the ball back. (laughs)
4: No, I doubt that. I doubt that very much because you, the difference between rugby league and rugby union is there's you, you're allowed to have a genuine contest in the, in the air so you can oh, make yes. contact whilst being in the air going for the ball. So we've got some wonderful athletes and we can see, you know, the likes of Xavier Coates, for example, oh. jumps about eight foot in the air. So I actually really like the rule. I think it's a, a great innovative way okay. to keep people watching the game.
3: It's well, probably too early to talk rugby league. So can we just turn it on? Um, you copped a bit of flack about yeah, 40 minutes
4: ago. Full yeah, minutes. look, I just want to, I just want to, you know, like what does it matter when you buy a present? If you bought it last year, last week, it doesn't matter <laughs> or the day before. A present's a present. Okay, you were, were <laughs> listing. That's good to well, hear. I think, the, I
2: think out, the thing is, is this is absolutely my fault and I take full accountability. My expectations are too high. To your
4: family yeah. is, Terrific, and the it was fact a beautiful that you didn't lunch. Have a birthday cake, big yeah, deal. yeah. Corey, I mean, can I just play you a little on bit? People want to be in the gym, Could you want have, to be motivated? If I like, jammed a cake in front of you, would be like, "Ooh, you're
3: trying to?" Because there's a few people just turned yeah, it, it, it it's, on. It's, just so have a listen. It man, was Margot's it, birthday it, yesterday. It,
2: it, it, I Woke up this night. morning and I said to Corey, yeah, "It was the first time I haven't had a birthday cake with the
4: kids." Oh, to wake
2: up. and he goes, "Oh, really?"
4: Well, that's what I mean. Like, that you had a mm. cake in the studio. If I was to give yeah. you another cake, that's two cakes in one day. How many cakes do you want to eat?
2: <laughs> well, I thought I didn't have any of the cake from the from here in the morning because I thought, no, 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 I, Corey will have had a cake and for the, with the kids and I'll enjoy that later. Mm. And then there was you're no damn,
4: cake. Just a no-win situation. Because I'm the one that in the morning we're training, we're training, we're doing all that thing. i will like, jam you're a nice. cake in front of me. she be like, oh, what do? Hey, Corey, just so 20? you know, you
1: said said to her, I believe you said, good good work, baby steps as well about her workouts. Oh, she just, just, she thought that,
4: that was condescending. It doesn't matter say, you know, what I say at yeah. the yeah. moment. That's marriage. Everything it's is a, condescending. Everything in the gym. I, thought, I might as well not say a thing. And just say, like, get in there and do
2: it. But the thing is, is you went, oh, good job. You know, like baby steps. You're just starting. And I was like, that is you saying you're rubbish. And that was a shit workout. And I'm now going to the okay. gym to do a proper
4: workout. That's what you heard. I heard. Good job, baby steps, let's take one step at a time. You heard completely different, but that's yeah. the difference between men and women and yeah, marriage. That's so right. Anyway.
3: No. Yeah, different perspectives. Yeah,
4: but you, I appreciate... Corey, look, don't
3: ever ring my wallet. He made no. my <laughs> breakfast this morning. He
2: cut up some fruit and oh, yoghurt and put it in a glass bowl for love. me to bring to work. So yeah, it, was, it wasn't a cake, though, though it.
3: was it? It wasn't a
2: cake, yeah. Corey Parker. Happy
0: birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane
3: Today's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, today's yep. the day when our premier, our new premier, not the Palace, Chuck, who's well gone. We haven't officially
2: welcomed Stephen Miles who's to the Who's robot?
3: The no. Some people call him giggles. He's stopped giggling, but he's still sounding like a robot. He
2: actually seems like a really nice fella. I've met him a ah, couple of times at the, at the Gambaro's oh, Ball. He, he undoes the button, the top button. He has oh, a bit of a wild. dance. He's a casual a bit of a fella. dance wild. on the dance floor and a few drinks. Does he do the robot?
3: <laughs> I am it's the one robot. Of his signature moves. So we are now, we haven't talked about being ruled Palaszczuk by a robot. Palaszczuk got the
2: arse and now mm. mm, Stephen Miles is in.
3: He shuffled in there. Well, listen, what he's doing is he's protecting Queensland, as he said. He's oh. here to help us out in our fight against the supermarket giants. He's going oh. to front them today. He's going to shirt front them. Ooh. He's going to walk up and go, listen, you blokes, you're charging Queenslanders too much for groceries. And I want an explanation. Just and grab them and give him one on the nose. Have a listen to the tough-talking robot last night on the news. I've seen some. Of their explanations, but I really want to interrogate that and get into the detail. I want them to know that Queenslanders are looking very closely Ooh. at their behaviour. Ah, oh, look at time. Look Can you imagine him walking in today? <laughs> the boss of Woolworths, the boss of Coles, the boss of Al- Gooden Morgan, Mr Aldi. <laughs> um, Where's the boss of Night Out? Stephen, <laughs> Miles. What are you doing to Queenslanders? And they're going, who is this flea? We make $4 billion a year. What... Piss off, mate. It's
1: if he's going to have anything to do with the. Yeah, what is the tactic? With... Hey, charge less. They go no. And he goes, all right, thank okay, you. For your has time. So <laughs> anyone <laughs> ever
2: been to an IGA? They charge the most out of everyone just yeah. for the convenience yeah, of well, being good. located everywhere. Yeah. But what, what's going to. Someone happen? needs to bring the IGA into line.
1: Strawberries at the IGA are absurdly <laughs> <laughs> Eight expensive. Bucks a yeah, bunny.
2: come
3: on. Get yeah. on the IGA. Yeah, no, Start
2: supporting right small grocers. I've been going to the fruit guy down at Daisy Hill there. It's so good. Yeah, you're right. And you get. Fruit shops, butchers, all the rest
3: of it. Yeah. Tell him.
2: He walks around behind me with a knife and a peach going, here, Margot, try this one. Here, Margot, try oh, this. Here, have a grace. It's, it's There's no no idea like, he encourages it. you to try the fruit mm. because he knows how bloody good
1: it is. Buy this peach. I'm holding an enormous <laughs> knife. That like really a good wonderful. have a shopkeeper <laughs> with
3: a knife threatening you. Good luck, Robot. He'll come out today and go,
0: I told him. <laughs> Rock him, Robot. It's Marto and Margot and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margot and Dan. All right, tips
1: on Channel 9 last night. A bunch of people who are like old-age researchers oh. got together and said, here's how you live longer. I'll give them to you.
6: Reduce your waistline with aerobic and resistance exercise. Commit to at least 30 to 60 minutes a day and avoid sitting for long
2: periods of time. Oh.
3: Reduce oh. your
1: waistline. Us out. Is that just, That's just a nice way of saying, do
2: don't be fat, fat. don't be fat. Don't be overweight. Yeah.
3: All right, is a uh, good time of the year to remind everyone. Yeah, there you
2: go. Stick to a
6: Mediterranean-like diet. Avoid ultra-processed foods, meats, and beverages
2: rich in empty calories.
3: Hold on, don't th- hold on. Let's go through it. Mediterranean diet. What's that? Red wine?
2: <laughs> no, like um, salad, White cucumber, wine. tomato, oh, olives. Boring. Wear a one of those like side piece
1: budgie smuggler things and just lay out on the beach all day. Oh, and pizzas.
3: Italy's in the Mediterranean. Mm. Yeah, processed
2: meats is really bad for you, like ham and... Are they? Yeah, you oh. should be eating like free range, hormone free, organic. Oh, but it just doesn't
1: fill you up enough when you eat that stuff, and then you're yeah. a, then you're a little piggy later in the day. Just empty calories. What was
3: the last thing? Proce- um... Don't be fat again. It was basically yeah, don't again. Be it was baby fat.
1: Intermittent
6: fasting <laughs> can help the two and three Australians who are overweight or again. obese, don't be but fat. it needs to be done without binging on unhealthy foods. Don't be fat. And <laughs> people need to know right. that diet and exercise go hand in hand. Little piggies, take <laughs> note.
1: <laughs> Really hammering this over the head with little piggy, aren't they? intermittent. What's that one? Intermittent, intermittent fasting. fasting. Just skip breakfast.
3: Oh well, no! What about yeah. just have some food, and then a few hours later have some food, and then a few hours later have some food. Well, yeah. I think it's just eat less
2: calories overall. Calorie yeah. deficit diet. Don't be a piggy. Who is don't this be a
3: little piggy? I oh, no, a, a reporter.
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of them got together and said, "Hey, don't we got to tell everyone to stop being
3: little piggies. Remember oh, we spoke to eat the less, the... exercise more. Is that what they <laughs> say? <saying? laughs> (laughs) I've heard that somewhere before forever ever.
2: remember we had that guy on who was like the oldest person 106 and just keep breathing keep your eyes eat when you're hungry eat when you're hungry sleep when you're tired
1: drink when you're thirsty drink when you're thirsty you won't like this one especially given we're on breakfast radio and we don't mind a tipple
6: avoid or limit alcohol don't smoke and prioritise your sleep by setting a bedtime early enough to get between 7 and
2: 9 hours each night Uh, how do you do that with children well you've given Up the drinking and the smoking, Marta. How many hours of sleep do you get a
3: night? Just over seven. Oh, what time do you
2: go to bed early?
3: Yeah. Eight o'clock oh, boring. Yeah.
2: Also on the That's list the practicing compassion
6: yeah. and nurturing yeah. connections with family and friends.
3: Oh, yeah. They're yeah. the stressing yeah. me out. The family. Yeah. You're <laughs> gonna die. Hold on. <laughs> Life is sounding so boring if you leave. It's not worth
4: it. Martos thought
3: on sport. Well it's back on Triple M again after nine o'clock today, the West Indies versus Australia test. It'll be two it'll be day two, of course, and I uh, thought it was gonna wrap up pretty quickly yesterday when the West Indies were, I think, nine for 133. And then a young bloke called Shamar Joseph. Remember that name because you'll hear it again today. He came in, first test match. Um, He's got a kid. He's like in his early 20s, 21 or something. He'd been working as a uh, professional security guy in his town. Guyana. (coughs) It's a country at the top end of South America. It's not an island, but it is part of the West Indies in terms of cricket. He lives like... uh, up this little, small little village, okay? Hadn't played first-class cricket until a year ago. Got picked in the test. His first test. So the first thing he does, he comes out and he smacked Josh Hazelwood for six. He made 36 runs in his first ever game of cricket as a number 11. If you know cricket, you know that's pretty special. Is
1: there any chance he's a baseballer, this kid? Because they love their baseball. Did he grow up swinging a bat like that? Most likely.
3: And I'll tell you what, T20 teams around the world will get him because not only. So if you Batting at number eleven, it means you're a bowler, and he's a pretty quick bowler. He comes in, you say, finally, after about an hour of Australia batting, half or well, forty-five minutes, he comes in. So he's made 36. First time he's ever played a test match. Makes 36 of the number eleven. And then he comes in to bowl. He's bowling to Steve Smith. He got so nervous on the way in, you know, as they run in, he dropped the ball. Oh no. He was just twitching, he was going, oh, Steve Smith, oh, oh I'm a bit nervous. World's, that's best, cute. world's best Batman. All right, bowls, finally, bowls. Get Steve Smith out. Oh! He reckons Steve Smith used to be on the wall at his house. It was his hero. Oh. He gets him out. his what first a massive ball. moment for About him. About 20 minutes later... Manus Labashade, Australia's second-best boat gets him out too. Oh, my Lord. It was spectacular. And at the completion of play, Triple M spoke to him.
7: Well, trust me, that was my dream. Actually getting one of my favourite batsmen. It's amazing. And a 1st of ball in Test cricket to get a wicket is not a better for me.
1: It's one of the great accents too, isn't it? That it West Indian been, accent. It, trust me, yeah, it's a
2: dream. Yeah, I love So it. Steve Smith putting his hand up and putting himself forward as opening batsman Didn't was great work. for Shamar, but not so great for Steve Smith. He
3: made 12. It'll, it'll end up working. But then um, no, I, I started to think and Triple M answered the question because I went, when's that last happened? Bloke by on his first ball in test cricket, took a wicket. Nathan Lyon, the goat, He uh, got nice Gary, he ended up doing it. And then So Triple M speak to him. I oh, have just another one in my club. Uh, look at, <laughs> wicket with the first ball, so I've, I've got to shake his hand in a minute and say welcome in. Well so it's, pretty, it's pretty special, but no. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty clean hitting by him as well, so all in all it looks like a very uh, decent talent of, of a young cricketer, that's for sure. Um, nice,
2: Gary. Desperate little group of two,
3: is it? Uh, yeah, I don't know of <laughs> anyone else that's ever done it. God, it's
0: not bad. It's a game of word charade. Guess the word's right and the loot is yours. Triple A Breakfast. You say that? Can't say that. Can't say that. You can't say that.
1: Golf Central. We're talking Brisbane's ultimate golf entertainment precinct. Driving range, mini golf, and a licensed cafe. Gabby on Russell Island. Who would you like to represent you, Mardo, a fellow island dweller, mm. or Margot, more of a That's sort to of a
4: Marlo.
1: Yeah, Margot's more of a canal dweller mainly. <laughs> Marto's on the island.
3: Where's Gabby from? Russell. Russell. Island. Oh, oh right. it's still really
2: great, affordable uh, real estate over at Russell Island. Gabby, do you love it over there? Do you live there full time? Yeah, I do. I do. It's
4: it's. I do love it. I do love it. No hustle and bustle on Russell.
3: Beautiful. Is there Bitumen Roads at Russell Island? Is there
4: what?
3: Bitumen Roads. It's not just all. Oh sand. yeah, all
4: over. You got know, Bitumen Roads. We have got shops. Cafes, oh, you've
3: insulted doctors. It
2: now. Incredible mm. infrastructure. Are you part of uh, which council region? Do you have your own or are you part Red of Brisbane Land. City Council? Uh, Redlands Council?
4: Redland
2: Bay, but gee, we don't like them. Oh, yeah. There'd oh. be a few
1: sovereign citizens, I imagine. No, on yeah. oh, just the... just the car
2: parking situation.
1: Right. Just, there's a yeah, lot of... No, you've started it now. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, yeah, don't Gabby. even start. All right, All
2: right, we won't, we won't we start. We want, to, we want to keep you happy, Gabby, because Marto's your man. He's got your back today.
3: Tough words today, Gabby, just to switch on. I was, g- was going to call Willow, Gabby, I mean.
1: Oh, well, why would you say Willow? I'm I don't know. Already cheating. Five words, 60 seconds. You can't say the actual word or part of the word oh, or okay. spell it out it's or a wrong. Maybe
3: wind in the... Oh, wind in the... What's a cricket wind bat? Wind in that. Where are we yeah. starting soon? There you go. Um, cricket bats are made out of this timber. Wind in the what? Uh, Willows. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know the cove down at the Gold Coast, northern end of the Gold Coast. Uh, Mike Gore built uh, two golf courses there. It's also a bird a Corrumban. The Corrumban bird what?
4: War. I don't know. Wildlife sanctuary? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sanctuary. sanctuary.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, when when a house is said, it's out of bounds. This is a wreck. What do you do? I hereby. Uh uh, con- demolish it? No. Yeah, yeah, but before you give it the issue to demolish it, the council. No, you a- put the? So- yeah, they put
2: the sign on the wall, yeah. so it's dangerous. Yeah, you like know, it, it's a type of milk that comes in a tin that um, you use for uh, cooking sweets. Gabby, what's that called?
3: Condensed. Yes, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. that word. Yeah, like that. A well, Shorter version. Yeah.
4: Can't think of that okay, word. Okay, let's <laughs>
3: move on. <laughs> Condemned. Uh, <laughs> when you bag awesome. somebody, and uh, what do you do? Your, your. Jeez, oh, it, it rhymes. With Gander, are you, oh, gonna, are no. you allowed to rhyme? <laughs> uh, when you bag somebody, yeah, that is. Gander, yes. yeah, she got it. Wow. Yeah, but that's only four
1: because he said oh. it rhymes with.
3: Gander. Uh, we're not allowed to do the rhyme thing, are we? <laughs> well, that's part when I when I say First you can't rhyme out. with the words. You know, that's oh, that's part First of. It. All right, if you that. get this, yeah. you get the prize. This is a, a, a recently introduced. Bonus question. (laughs) Like the NRL has new rules, so do we. When You know when the power... Do you work on solar power on the island? No. No? You've got town power? Can I just give her a hint? All right. The thing that powers up your house if you run out of power, you turn on the...
2: Solar? Jesus Christ. No, it plugs in and it's really lousy. (laughs) Pooey. Gabby. Like, uh, it's on. a Foo Fighters song. That's a hint. Oh, I couldn't hear the song, clearly. Okay, listen real careful, Gabby. No, I can't hear the
4: song okay. properly. Generator, generator, What do you want to do? you want to oh, give her the prize?
3: Correct. Who said that? I said Generator. Oh, is that you Does she get the prize or <laughs> yes, not? Yes, of course. Yeah, Everyone gets yeah, a prize yeah, or yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: she should. She <laughs> heard that. <laughs> oh. Thanks. Thanks well done, Gabby. Yeah, You're going bye, to Gold Central, babe.
3: No. Well, <laughs> you don't want to go. Then. Sorry, I'll go. Gabby. I'll go. You yeah. don't want
2: to go, Gabby. She <laughs> doesn't
1: want to leave the island. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Don't you know Marto,
3: Margo, and Dan on the radio?
0: Triple M breakfast with Marto, Margo, and Dan.
1: Sorry, we just were doing. Insect chat. Off well, let's air.
3: do it
0: now on air.
2: Oh, do
1: we have to bring it on air? Can it, we?
2: Is it entomologist or etymologist? E- et, I think it's
3: etymologist.
1: Entomology is words. Oh, so But
3: etymology etymologist is insects. Is in- study
1: of insects is. Oh, sure. It? Oh, God. What We're are the, not the chances
3: that we've got an etymologist driving into the university, right? Yeah, into their university, professor of etymology. Oh,
2: right. well, what about an insect enthusiast?
3: All right, I'll take that. But I don't really need any help. I just, well, we started just talking about while we were uh, building this city there. We <laughs> were
2: talking about what sound does a mosquito make. No. And it's... you were going. It came from me saying
1: the <laughs> park across the road where I live is littered with mosquitoes. And now yeah. everyone has Bushmans over there. I... We are five minutes away from taking a coil to the park. All the parents That's what are you need there. to
3: do. They cannot
1: get through without right. getting bitten by mosquitoes.
3: That's what I've started doing over at Morton Island because it's it's fairly swampy and low down over there. Um, I carry a coil around with me, and wherever I stop, I'll place it uh, because that's—I reckon—that's the best thing. I use bush, it's, it's good thing it's been raining. raining. It it a good
1: thing it's been raining a lot lately. That would have been bushfires. All over Morton, you're just dropping flaming coils. I didn't, I the didn't bush.
3: say I dropped it anywhere. I hang on to it. I had it attached to my belt at times, but then I burnt my arm.
2: Good <laughs> um, opportunity to look into your vitamin B levels. I think what mosquitoes are attracted yeah. to people with blood who contains high levels of vitamin B. Maybe right?
3: girls without any hair on their arms, which is most Mozzies don't like me. Yeah, you're, yeah, a,
2: you're a lucky one. There's yeah, certain people that don't I come love. near me. Yeah.
3: All right, me neither, because I've got a forest before they land. They go, all right, landing capsule down. Oh, they get they to can't, the hair. There's a barrier. The, if your hair is longer than their, their stinger, they can't get you. The buzz bari- barrier. But they can get my leaks. Um, we were talking about, it. have you ever seen more mozzies in all your life? Here, so. We just took a survey of yeah, the three of so. us. It's bad. It's really I
2: bad. think it's off the back of the rain, obviously, right? So. And then that's then the they heat. Breed. They, they
3: breed th- in puddles of water, don't they? They breed in toilet water. Yeah. They'll breed in any bit of water that you leave around. It's like We're like North Queensland right now with the mozzies. So. What do you reckon
2: the best me- best method is? You saying coils and bushman's overrid?
3: That, that's how I, I'm a bushman's and coil guy. You?
2: I don't need it, so I don't. Yeah, but for your family, for your children. Oh yeah, I've got Bushmans. I, I like your. Eye, you
3: know, I just push ahead. The kids have all got malaria, tea but tea tree,
2: <laughs> I'm eucalyptus, something. You know, like
3: there's that. all that worry with vapes. Deadol, st- apparently,
2: the- dead oil and baby oil in a dead spray bottle is really good. But
3: there's already people making things.
2: What's what's, <laughs> what's Julie want? Oh, she's got a homemade. Made, yeah, oh, homemade insecticide. What do you got, just, Julie? I said baby oil, dead deadol, something. What's the other one? What do you use? Me. Yeah. Are yeah. you Julie? Kippering. <laughs> <laughs> How you going, guys? Yeah. My yeah, no, baby oil and baby oil and dead old. Yeah.
3: And yeah. it's and it's good for the bloody sandflies as well because they're nasty little oh, critters me. as well. So. Yeah. Are you yeah.
2: over on Morton, Julie? Are you the similar tomato?
3: Yeah. No, I've got a house on the island. I live um, down in Cowan, so. um oh, Fancy. Yeah, it's like thirty oh. odd years or whatever. But um, yeah. So. But you also yeah, live no, at Kippering, where you get a lot yeah, of mozzies yeah. there too.
2: Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, did, Marta, mouth, did, you just, Julie? did you just Morton Jules. shame Julie by saying she lives in the fancier part of Morton Island? It was and jealousy, you? I think. Yeah, he's yeah, like, Cowan, cow and fancy, fancy. Jealous, is huh? it the fancier <laughs> part of Morton, Julie? <laughs>
3: Get over it, mate. Hey, I know, I know your house. I, like, no, Nookie used to live in your house, mate. It's a good party house, that one. Oh. It <laughs> still, is. still I is. I believe yeah. Nookie, and he's dead now, and I don't know how we got to this, but I believe he used to have sex with... What? Women downstairs in our shower. Oh. So- well, I don't know um, why I just yeah, said that. As
2: opposed to you doing it just with yourself in the shower downstairs. Okay. <laughs> Julie,
3: well, oh, thank you, Julie. It's been it's wonderful still happening. It's a
2: solo effort now. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Julie. I did want to say in the show. Yes. Danny can... from Morayfield. Oh, we got another one. Do no, don't
3: go to any... All
1: right. He's yeah.
2: saying he uses Listerine. No. I want to know what Listerine this is. Danny, you had,
1: sorcery. You've had sex in Marto's shower as
3: well, Danny. <laughs> no, listen. Oh, uh, mate, I was all by
4: myself in the
3: shower. There you go. <laughs> no, no, no. Get back to the Listerine, Danny. Let's get this on track.
4: My brother and I, we come from the Southern Highlands <laughs> down near Sydney, and it's pretty bad down there as well. Yeah. We've always used Listerine in a little pump spray, oh. sprayed around under the tables down there and a little bit on your legs, because our legs get destroyed. Never had a problem ever since.
2: Mm. What? How did the Listerine become a factor, Danny? Like, how did you get uh, onto that? To did you find out? My little brother's uh, father-in-law
1: Oh, okay. 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 Wonderful. It was all downhill after Marto's shower. Have yeah,
0: got probably <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass.
2: Oh, the tennis is still on, Marto Bit of this
0: last night
2: I like to play tennis Our Popperin uh, took on the number one uh, player Novak Djokovic uh, Ten Australian Open titles he's won, more than anyone
3: He's won 23 Grand Slams, he's amazing Yeah, he's amazing He's uh, not a very interesting he person He was fired
2: up last night, I'll tell you
0: He used to have some issues with the crowd He wants someone to come down and say it to his face And the guy's standing up too, this is getting good Well, that's the first time that we've seen Novak actually get fired up. Thank, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen. I appreciate I'm in
1: the back <laughs> and forth. They <Thank> <laughs> should have let him down there. I hey.
2: wish the guy oh. jumped the fence. He had some heckling uh, from one corner. It's, yeah. It seemed to be pretty consistent. I think it was a, quite a late night game. Obviously, a few beverages consumed. I didn't finish until that midnight. Yeah, so I think uh, someone was a little, uh, little vocal, and and Novak was kind of like, you know what, you got something to say, come down and say it to my face. Yeah, knowing
1: full say well security and stop him though. Let
2: him go. Mm. Mm. The guy yeah. looked oh, like he was going to yeah. get up, and then he sat down and went, no, 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 I'm sorry. That's okay, what okay, Terence.
3: Tennis needs a bit of physicality. Bit of yeah, two punches per match. Bring or something. back
2: the Biff. Yeah. yeah, bloody
1: eyes. Oh, mm. Why not? To get a racket each in the ring. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, just wagging each other. Like, like WWE.
3: Oh, or like
2: that slapping. Have you seen that That's slapping the most where they ridiculous. just stand there and they yeah, just slap? Just... That, that sport
1: should be, be called other. Who Wants
3: CTE. <laughs> hey, listen, but make sure you do tune into the tennis over the next couple of days. We're running out of Aussies. I think there's five left. Including... Well, you said they'd
2: all be gone by now. Well, no. It's,
3: it's, it's still, still, got... still only the second round for someone like, oh, today's Tanasi It's one of my favourites. He's still playing. there.
2: D Minor's still yeah, there. Storm yeah, yeah. Hunter,
3: she's still there. She's still going, the Rocky Girl. But don't forget, what the chant will be no. during Tanasi Cock no.
4: and Arches is
3: go- do it. I'm not playing
1: play this at 8am. Play it, play it. No,
4: cocks up. no. Your cocks. on and in the bin.
1: Go. Ten <laughs> minutes. All right, that's all right. Triple M breakfast. The word inspiration gets thrown around a little bit. Well, I believe that we have inspired a local Brisbane resident. His name's Nick Manning. He's from Gaythorne. You might have seen him in your social media feeds or even on the news. What was he doing? He's a world record holder. He's got a few world records. In fact, Nick is here with us. Nick, can you tell us what world records you currently hold?
7: I've got fastest time to put on 10 pair of underpants. Mm -hmm. And that record was um, 13-ish seconds. And I've also got most underpants pulled on in 30 seconds, which is 24 pairs of underpants. The big one, so to speak, the one that, that's the hotly contested one, currently still in adjudication with Guinness, and that's the most underpants pulled on in one minute.
2: Nick, where were you a few months ago when we were setting Here Brisbane's, we Triple M's Brisbane oh, Book yeah. of Records? Yeah. I totally
3: missed it. Oh, man, that would
1: have um, been so cool. Really, Nick? This, this went was his everywhere. name? Adam
3: from Camp Hill, wasn't it? Yeah, that's why I assumed
1: we'd inspired you, Nick. Do you want to hear Adam from Camp Hill have a crack at He He did the 60-second, the hotly contested Just one, play right? a
3: little bit of it.
1: 44 Pairs in 60 seconds. Here's Adam. He's off. His tactic is working beautifully, having the holes open. He just steps into them and pulls them up. As he's pulling we them We are. Come on, Adam. He's only on the
2: second row. 19.
4: Oh. I'm pulling that.
2: No. Is that it? That's it. 20. Oh. 20 right, pairs. 20. Oh, okay. You did 44, I mean, Nick. Nick doesn't want to listen to that sort of no, mediocrity. Right. No, good
7: work, Adam. That was
2: awesome. Nick, now listen, you smashed out 44 pairs in 60 seconds. I mean, Adam only managed a measly 20 in that same time. What was the preparation for this? Because, you know, we were talking about the squats and, you know, being constantly bent down in that squat position. Lactic acid build up in the legs. What sort of training did you do for this, Nick?
7: Oh, I tell you what, um, that 44, that was my actually my second attempt. I I tried it when I, so when I did got the first two records. I also went for that third one, mm. uh, and I didn't get it. I, I basically had to disqualify myself because um, my speed was up, but my technique was off.
3: Nick, I don't know your background, but I'm figuring that you regularly stoink married women and their husband comes home and you've got to put your underpants on quickly <laughs> and get out the door. Is that, is that where the background?
7: Not quite, but I tell you what, I actually did ring, ring the police before I made my attempt to make sure I wasn't going to be ar- arrested for wearing underpants in public.
3: Oh. Oh, do you reckon you can go faster oh, God, than I'm that? Can you the do video. 45 pairs in, in a minute? Because we're going to run Triple M's Brisbane. Oh, you've, we've got it on the screen i just now. found the
2: video. Oh, He's wow. quick,
1: isn't he? Wow. He's quick. Yeah, Nick, we're going to do the Brisbane Book of Records again can- this year. Do you want to jump on board for us? Oh, hell
7: yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm down with
2: that. I mean, you can set your own Guinness World Record, but we want you to be in our Triple M's Brisbane Book of Records.
7: Yep, let's do it. Wow. I reckon I can beat it. I reckon. What
1: do you want to go for, though? Do you want to go the big one, the 62nder again? Uh, do you know what? There's one
7: that I haven't been able to do, um, mm. and that's most underpants in five minutes.
3: Oh. Five um, minutes.
1: Let's go. Okay. Well, yeah. Nick,
7: that's
3: where a are big you patch. getting your undies? I'll tell you one of the good things. When Adam did his, because we had about 40 undies out there, I ended up inheriting eight. And you don't want the first pair, obviously, <laughs> but after that. <laughs> I've got eight new brand, pair, brand new pairs of undies after that. What about you? Where did you get a sponsorship or something? No, no,
7: it's just it's just uh, scrimping, saving by, by all really cheap
2: undies. It looks like a pretty and, uh, stand, stock standard cheap grey number. What are they, Rio? Yeah. What yeah. brand uh,
7: came up? They, they came up, came up yeah. brands, totally, yeah. So, uh, are you a father? I haven't done a... I have a father, Yep. I've got a
1: four-year-old
7: daughter.
3: So just get hurt. No undies, just socks, this father's... <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Nick.
1: Hey, we'll count you in for the most undies in five minutes when we bring back Triple M's yeah. Brisbane of Records this year, sir. Brilliant. Let's do it.
2: Thank you, Nick.
0: Margo, and Triple
2: hey, I've got a lot of twins in my life, I uh, realised just recently. My nieces, twin 12-year-old girls. My best friend is a twin. She has a twin brother. Uh, there's a girl here in the office. She's a twin. Who? Uh, Haley? Oh. And then um, a couple of people that we holiday with, twins, married... To twins? My wife, twin. She's a twin, is she, Claire?
1: Twin brother. Someone once asked me when I said that, are they identical? I'm like, no, Claire's penis is much smaller.
2: (laughs) 13353, three. are you Enough. a twin? And what do twins get up to? Because they say twins have like that ESP, you know, like they get them the, the feelings, the tingles, the tingles and, tingles stuff. and yeah.
3: stuff. Or if and one of them's sick, the other one 200 kilometres away can feel surrogacy sickness.
2: Is yeah. that what they call it? Incredible. Well, this is what I want to talk about 20. because when we were down on holidays, I was talking to some of the twins who were in my life and they were saying uh, that one of the brothers uh, went for uh, a medical checkup just to make sure everything's in order. Turns out he has indicate markers for prostate cancer. The doctor then says to him, well, aren't you an identical twin? And he says, yes. And he says, well, if you have prostate cancer, then your brother's going to have prostate cancer. I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't even think about the medical identity because they've got the same DNA. DNA strand. They
1: are like you put them through a photocopier.
2: Exactly the same. The only thing different is fingertips. You you said that's That's one. Sorry, fingerprints is the only thing that they have different. But everything else, genetically, their structure is exactly the
1: same. The juice in the womb changes the fingerprints apparently as they're
2: forming. You know, your fingers go wrinkly underwater. What do they call it? The fluid, amniotic fluid. I didn't realise that this was such a thing. Mm. Anyway, so he says, well, if you're an identical twin, then your brother probably will also get prostate cancer or potentially already has it. So then the brother says, you better go and see the doctor, mate." I've got prostate cancer, hey. you probably will have it too. Turns out he already had prostate cancer, a little bit l- like further along developed than that, and said if you didn't come in, Jeez. you would have died Jeez. potentially. You would have had five years, the last three years wouldn't have been worth living, so you would have had a good two years in you. But luckily for his twin brother, he went and got himself checked and I thought this is amazing. And then I read a story this morning, Haley, the girl that works in the office here, her hey. sister works for a PR company, DNA test, Kit got sent around the office, I'll try out this new DNA testing for, like, publicity. She did it. Turns out that her and her sister, they thought they were fraternal twins (laughs) growing up.
3: Hang on. What's fraternal bit? Non-identical. Non-identical. Different eggs. Turns out. Different eggs, Different eggs.
2: Turns out they are, like, one in 38 billion a chance that they were two separate eggs in two sacks, identical twins. They just found out and they're in their, like, 20s. Wouldn't it be easy to tell life. if you're
1: identical? Is everyone else going? You two
2: are identical twins, and they've been well, denying I, it. I looked at the photo, and I was like, they look like identical <laughs> twins. One just has not. blonde hair, one has brown hair, but they just assumed because medically they were told they were fraternal twins that they were just different. But the hair, some way, someone dying their hair. No, she dies her yeah, hair. She of course. To <laughs> yeah, to differentiate Every girl herself. Every
3: sixteen dies her hair. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I just thought this is such a strange thing. One triple three five three twin things. What goes on with twins? Have you got time for
3: Ian? Uh, real quick. Hey, Ian, what, are, you, are you a twin?
4: Yeah mate, identical twin.
3: Yeah, give us your story.
4: And? Yeah mate, um, he, well, I feel pain when he feels pain. <sighs> and um, we swapped classes for a year at high school and now I knew, and girlfriends. That they didn't like oh
3: girlfriends, that's the
0: old one. Can't swap
3: but
2: I mean, personality trait is environmental, right? It's not necessarily in your genetic makeup, is it? So, are there differences on some level, Ian? Like, personality wise, is one more compassionate, or empathetic, or romantic? Yeah, yeah romantic,
4: more romantic than what he is, hmm. and um. Yeah, it's, it's good being a twin because um, if you get in trouble, you can blame the other one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did Dude, did Mum class. dress
3: you in the same clothes every day?
4: Yeah, yes, they, yeah, she actually did.
3: See, that's
2: not same, funny.
4: Same class, same um, clothes,
2: everything dombo has yeah. got twins, actually. I just remembered. Oh, yeah. Ben Dobbin from the Rush Hour. He's got little twin boys. I find it creepy when they're dressed up the same. But I think I'm thinking that Stephen King. Oh, it's just the easier. Shining, it's know, just easier. Styles, it? I sometimes buy my boys the same thing, but in different colours, and mm. you know oh, whatnot.
1: Because yeah. you can just grab two off the pile.
2: Yeah. All right, twin Jack. Yeah, one triple three, one triple one twi- three five, one twenty three, twi- twi- like twi- not triplets. Twi- we don't want to talk triplets. <laughs> we want to talk. Twins, if you're a twin, tell us what goes on. Are you up to no good playing pranks on people? Are you you're medically? Making money insane? off it on Instagram. Are you a twin influencer A, tw- a
0: twin talker. Sure. I'm sure that's A, a twin mm, Look into it. Mardo, Margo, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Frispiness. <laughs> it's
1: Margo's birthday yesterday, but we're wrapping up the show with Mardo's favourite song, Prince. From his favourite artist there so on
3: Triple
2: do. M. Oh, I thought it was Raspberry Beret, your favourite song.
3: <laughs> no, as, what's the name from Russell Island? Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> Is that my favourite song, Gabby? No. Thanks for listening to the
0: Triple M Breakfast Podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today.